today the topic is the rapture. When will the rapture take place? Now I get it. This topic is not a, uh, a an easy topic, and I, and I, and it's pretty uh, w well debated on the internet and various places. So I'm going to share with you my views and why I believe these things with scripture. Now, if you have a better argument, or should I say, a better um, something that you can substantiate with scripture please feel free to put in the comments. The objective of this End Times project that I'm working on is not to be right. The objective is to share the truth. So if you have a, a, a better position or you can add to the position, feel free to add it to the comments. The objective, again, as I said, is to share the truth. And by the way, we're all on a journey. And if, um, if I learn something in the next, I don't know, while, I am going to add it to the comments too. So, uh, so please feel free to read the comments, and uh, hopefully that the scripture that I'm going to provide you um, will help and help you think through this, the, the the rapture. Now, when we say rapture, what we mean is um, when believers on earth will be taken up uh, to heaven in a physical body and get immortal bodies. Um, that's that's the overall um, objective of the rapture. When I say tribulation, I'm going to be very clear from scripture. The word tribulation is referring to believers going through tribulation. We've been in tribulation for the last 2000 years, and especially in various places in the world. So, but when I'm going to say tribulation, I'm referring to the seven year tribulation period where the destruction uh, is coming on to this world by God, where God's going to be putting his um, pouring out his wrath or judgment on this planet for seven years. That's what I'm referring to. So when I say the rapture, is it the rapture in the beginning of this? Um, is it the midpoint, so like three and a half years? Is it at the seven-year mark? Uh, or is it at the end of the millennium? So so when is this rapture? So hopefully um, these this will help you and also spark conversation so that you can think through some of these things. Okay, so let's get started. Okay, so here are my 10 facts about the raptures. Um, now, I said raptures on purpose because I believe that there's more than one rapture. And um, let's start. So number one, the first rapture takes place at the beginning of the seven-year tribulation period. At the beginning. And it's based on Revelation 6 verse 14, where the scripture says, And the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together now i want you to picture the the imagery that john is seeing like the heavens departing as a scroll from the earth uh, when it is rolled together now as you know believers in yeshua like i've got on my right here hand side here believers in yeshua are citizens of heaven and they are also called the, the light of the world so when they go up it's going to look like a scroll rolling up and so when the scripture says and the heaven departed as a scroll when it is rolled together these are believers leaving the earth and this happens at the sixth seal just before the seven year tribulation period so when this rapture takes place there is going to be a sound of a trumpet so in 1 corinthians 15 verse 52 it says in a moment in a twinkling of an eye at the last trump for the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed 
So there's a lot of speculation on this scripture. For some will say that this scripture is referring to the, the seventh trumpet um, that's sounded in the book of Revelation. And the seventh trumpet is around about the um, three and a half year mark. And that's why some people would say, okay, well, this is in the mid um, tribulation period. However, I would argue that this is the last trump. This doesn't necessarily mean the last trumpet of the angels. There's a lot of trumpets throughout the scripture. And um, every time you see a judgment given by God, just like in at, at Mount Sinai. And, and as you know, when God gives Daniel the 70 week vision, uh, the, the final week, which is the seven year tribulation period, is coming in the future. And it would make sense that before the final judgment comes, there's a sound of a, a trumpet and that's when um, the dead are raised incorruptible and then those that are on the earth will be changed in, in, in a twinkling of an eye. So I've put some verses on the bottom right in case um, you want to um, dig deeper. Number three, Yeshua will come in the clouds with the saints that have died previously and then they will get their immortal bodies and those that um, are alive on earth, their bodies will be changed in a twinkling of an eye and the angels will be sent to collect them. And so in Matthew uh, 24 verse 30, it says, And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with, with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a sound or great sound of a trumpet and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. Now, in 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 14, it says, For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus, in other words, those that have died in Jesus, will God bring with him. So with him, so with Jesus. And where is Jesus today? He's in heaven at the right hand of the Father and with him. So at the same place of origin, those saints will come with Jesus that are in heaven to the clouds. And then in um, 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 16, it says, uh, For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel and with the trump of God. Notice not the trump of an angel, but a trump of God, which we spoke about earlier in point number two. Trump of God. And the dead in Christ shall rise first. And the word rise is also um, when they'll get the immortal body. So that's what the word rise means in Mark 16 verse 9. And then we, which are alive and remain, shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Number four, as we spoke about, believers in Yeshua will receive their immortal bodies. Number five, we also spoke about the fact that the angels will gather those that are on earth and, and, and bring them to meet Christ in the clouds. Um, it's very similar to the time when God wanted to pour his destruction on Sodom and Gomorrah, but before he did that, he rescued Lot and his family. He sent an angel actually to come and escort them out and then the destruction was poured out in Sodom and Gomorrah. And number six, moments later, these believers will be in heaven worshiping God. For it says in Revelation 7 verse 9, which is still during the sixth seal, it says, A great multitude, which no man could number, 
of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. One of the 24 elders says to John, who are these? Now, John doesn't necessarily know who these are. And so the elder proceeds to tell him and he says, these are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. So when's the great tribulation period? It's from the start when Yeshua died on the cross all the way up until the sixth seal. That is the great tribulation period. Many saints throughout, throughout the last 2000 years have suffered. John even refers to him, himself being in the tribulation period with other people. And that's in Revelation 1 verse, verse 9. And by the way, I've put some other scripture where it talks about believers are in the tribulation period. And so, so here are some of the, the passages. Um, it's interesting to note that there is no reference of tribulation for the seven-year tribulation period. So within the seven-year tribulation period, which I'm referring to here, there's no reference in the scripture referring to this as the tribulation. The reason why we say the seven-year tribulation period is because this is referring to the tribulation on the world. The world's going to face the wrath of God. And maybe it will be better to say, instead of saying the seven-year tribulation period, it would probably be better to say the seven-year wrath of God on the planet or on the world. Now, the seventh seal is now opened and the 144,000 that were sealed are sent out to evangelize. You have the two witnesses that are in the temple and they prophesy for 1,260 days, after which they get killed and they're lying in the street dead for three and a half days. After three and a half days, after three and a half days, in Revelation 11 verse 11, the second rapture takes place. This is when the two witnesses are taken to heaven. For the scripture says that the spirit of life from God entered into them and they stood upon their feet and great fear fell upon them which saw them. And they heard a great voice from heaven saying unto them, Come up hither. And they ascended up to heaven in a cloud and their enemies beheld them. So this is the, the second rapture. Number eight. The third rapture takes place. This is of the 144,000 Israelites who are taken to heaven. We know this by the fact that um, the Lamb stood on Mount Zion, which is um, south of the temple. And um, the 144,000 are moments later in heaven singing before the Lord in verse 3. And notice something that they say. It says that these are redeemed from the earth. And this is at the three and a half year mark. Now, during the, the last three and a half years, many people would have come to the Lord and have surrendered their life to Yeshua. And the reason for that is because of the things that they've seen coming upon the earth. Plus, you have the two witnesses who are prophesying and they're seeing the evidence. You have the 144,000 who are going across the world and preaching uh, and declaring um, the message of Yeshua. Um, you're seeing a lot of activity taking place. And so many people are going to be coming to the Lord during the three and a half years. At the end of the three and a half years, around about that point, you have the beast introducing the mark of the beast. In other words, a person cannot buy or sell food or, or anything like that unless they have the mark of the beast. But an angel flies across the sky and says, do not take the mark of the beast. Whoever takes the mark of the beast, they will suffer torment in fire like forever. 
And so many believers are not taking the mark of the beast. And so all this activity is taking place. At that moment, uh, an angel says to the one on the cloud, says, the harvest is ready. Reap, reap. And verse 16, it says, And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. So these are new believers in Yeshua who had not received the mark of the beast. And now they are taken to heaven. You see this in Revelation 15 verse 1 to 3. And again, the same thing happens. They're taken to heaven and just every time someone's taken to heaven, what do they do? They sing. Very similar to the pattern of the believers who were raptured previously. And now at the three and a half year mark, the seventh trumpet is sounded. It releases the bowls of God's wrath for the next three and a half years. At the same time, the beast enforces the mark of the beast upon people. The people cannot buy or sell. Now he's really started doing this. People cannot buy or sell. And um, there will be some people that have not taken the mark of the beast, either because they've seen the angel before, they've heard the testimony of the witnesses, they've, they've seen videos, they've heard it from family members, or even health reasons that they have not taken the mark of the beast. But at the same time as they had not accepted Yeshua as the Lord and Savior, so they didn't go in the rapture previously. But now many of those people would be giving their life to the Lord during this time. But it'd be very difficult for them. For many of them, think of it, they cannot buy or sell, they cannot feed their family. Many of them are going to be beheaded, hunted down. People hiding out for three and a half years because they want to get through the next three and a half years because now they believe the scripture that Christ is coming back. So they're going to be hiding out and trying to survive for the next three and a half years. So therefore, I believe, and there's no scripture for this, for this rapture that's taking place. So I'm going to say this up front, but I believe that the rapture is going to take place just before the marriage supper at the seven year mark. Because Yeshua is going to be having his wife and, and the believers are his wife. And so he's going to be having a marriage supper with them all. And so it would make sense that it will be not only those that are before the seven years or those ones that are in the first three and a half years, but also those of the next three and a half years that are going to be coming before him and we we'll all be celebrating together. And then after that, um, Christ comes down and uh, at Armageddon and, um, and he fights with the beast and uh, overcomes the beast and throws the beast into the lake of fire. And then he sets up his kingdom for the next thousand years and reigns on the earth. Um, a scripture I wanted to highlight and Revelation 20 verse 4, and John speaking, and he says, And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and the judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for, for the witness of Jesus, and for the, for the word of God, and um, which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands. And they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. So obviously they, they were beheaded, now they are standing before Christ, and now they get the immortal body so that they can reign um, on earth for a thousand years with Christ. So it seems also to indicate, and I want to be honest and transparent with everybody, that it seems to also indicate that either uh, the first part of it is those that were in heaven that were at the marriage supper, these are the ones that received the, the, the thrones and the judgments were given to them, and then they came and, and reigned on the earth. And then you had... The other souls 
that instead of them going to heaven, that they joined Christ um, when he came down to earth and then he gave the immortal bodies there and then. I would lean to the first view because of the marriage supper and, and giving it to everyone versus um, them being separate. Um, but there is a, a potential and so one day we'll see, right? Okay, so that does it. 10. 10 facts about end time raptures. Now, I hope that you've you looked at the bottom uh, the bottom right here and actually went into some of the verses and looked them up. Again, uh, we're all learning and we, we're going through the journey. So thank you so much for, for reviewing this video and also thinking about the raptures. Um, and the objective of this video was really to point out that there are more than one rapture that takes place and when they take place. So hopefully you've learned something or challenged in some way. Or, or and, and if you guys got any comments, feel free to put them below. Again, like I said in the beginning, it's about the truth and it's not about being right. God bless. Bye.